0: Activia helps support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the first Real Health Podcast of 2019 in association with Leia Healthcare. Okay, this episode, well, it's pretty simple. It's New Year's Resolution SOS. I'm going to give you all my experience, all my tips, tricks, tools to ensure that this year, your New Year's resolutions are going to last. Every year, I see the same things over and over and over again. One of the beauties of having a platform such as this is I can tell as many people as possible how to not do the typical New Year's resolution, how to make sure they last longer, that they actually last for good and keep going in the long term as opposed to being the usual quick fix solution. I've got 10 really simple tips, 10 ways that actually work, that will make a difference to your health, to your body, to your mind, to your goals and to your long-term health. That's what I really want. And everything I do, that's what I want to do is improve your long-term health. And this week on the show, that's exactly what I'm planning to do. There's 10 tips. So get the pen, get the paper, and uh, you can write down these tips as you go. And then spend some time implementing them into your life and watching what happens. Because guess what? They do work. I've seen them over the course of my nearly 19 years in personal training, uh, which kind of scares me because it makes me feel kind of old. Anyway, let's get cracking. Okay, first tip is about goal setting and setting the right goals. In around now, after such a long Christmas, and Christmas that break is always really long, people come up with fantastic goals and theories about what's going to change, how they're going to change it. It's Everything's big and bling and fabulous. And that's okay. It's brilliant to dream big. I myself, I'm a big fan of that, always have been. But in the same sentence, the crucial thing is that you set the right goals. Uh, and sometimes those big, wonderful goals can just be too far away to actually happen, um, making you fall off the wagon very, very quickly. So how do you set the right goals? Well, the first thing is I want you to ask yourself with regards to your goal, why are you doing it? it's a very simple question but actually most people don't ask that and the goal might be something like they're going to lose weight let's say to lose a stone in January because that's you know people want it instantly Uh, why do you want to do that what's the reasoning behind it Um, who are you doing that for simple question but again really important if you want to do it for somebody else it's not really going to work In terms of goal setting, you have to want to to do it for yourself. The why has to be really important, Um, especially if you have a lot of weight to lose. There needs to be a really big turning point. And that turning point can be a friendly advice from somebody or even a doctor if it's slightly more formal. Or an incident or something in life, for example, not being able to get into clothes or something like that. That can be the turning point. If there's a huge amount of weight loss or a big increase in fitness required, that turning point is really, really important. Every year you'll see it in Operation Transformation, uh, where Dr. Eddie has a circle of truth and he's talking to people about why they want to come on the show. There's a really deep, ingrained, emotional reason why they want to make the changes. And sometimes that's, that's what you need to make the changes last in the long term. So why, who and what in terms of your goals and when. If it's short-term, oh, be careful. Don't aim to do something too big like losing a stone in a month. That's really hard to do. Two pounds a week is far more achievable. Therefore, your stone is going to take seven or eight weeks. And that's amazing. It's a huge amount of weight to lose in a two-month time frame. But don't try and make it unattainable or instant because instant doesn't work. And that's really, really important that's a simple thing for goals set the right one make sure you want it really really want it that you have the right time frame and that you're doing it for the right reasons and chances are you're on track if it is a really big goal such as you want to run a marathon this year well make smaller goals and build up to the bigger one that's it just make them smaller they're small stepping stones every three or four weeks check back in with them and watch those smaller goals become bigger ones Looks simple but actually how long did you spend putting your goal list together for this year chances are it was pretty quick and you haven't really done the homework behind it so do the homework and you're on the right track tip number two oh, you ready this is a big one i'm going to ask you to dump the negative people in your life absorb that for a second people who are negative who are around you who bring you down put you down uh trying to restrain you from from doing things or from from you know from getting out of the comfort zone that you're trying to break out of well guess what they're gonna try and keep you there um i'm not saying you should divorce your partner (laughs) if you're married but i am saying you need to reduce the amount of negative people in your life in terms of friends in terms of work colleagues uh in terms of running buddies or whatever it may be it doesn't really matter but negative people will bring you down positive people will bring you up with them so replace the negative people for the positive people if you listen to the podcast over the last couple of months you'll know this is a big thing of mine but positivity and getting it into your day getting it into your life and just finding a way of getting it in that's really really important and we we, will all have people in our lives who have a negative impact on us a negative effect i want you to reduce that as much as you possibly can you'll be amazed at the difference for example at lunch, in work, who do you sit beside? Do you sit beside the people who will bitch and moan and give out and constantly just rant about how terrible everything is, how bad, I don't know, the food is, the work environment, the you're the boss, the manager, whatever. And just for the whole hour at lunch, that's what they do. That's what their focus is on. Chances are you're not coming away from that feeling too good. Where if you flip that and sit with people who are, positive optimistic empowering that's what you want because you gain from that you pull positivity from them and it's a very simple switch to make in the same way with regards to your friendship groups if they spend all day in the pub well at the weekend chances you will spend all day in the pub at the weekend and that is not good for your health mental or physical if your friends go hiking at the weekend great that's where you're going to go so hang around with groups that are really um positive And you'll see that when it comes to health, a lot of the the cult-like forms or uh, clubs when it comes to exercise that are around, that's very much what they do. It's a very uber, hyper-positive environment. It's very cult-like because everyone feeds off each other's positivity and it becomes a... Um, it becomes a negative but that takes that's a little bit different it takes it's very hard to get to that point in terms of yourself and your goals just get more positivity in your life and reduce the negativity in your life simple swap makes a massive massive difference and something that i've stuck to over the course of my career um very much so and it enables me to work hard and to stay focused by the people that i have around me because they push me and uh, push me on which is important okay tip number three Another common one, avoid the unrealistic. I'm not going to put a word after that because the unrealistic means lots of different things. It can mean unrealistic training regimes when it comes to exercise. Are you doing stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing? Is it too difficult, too far, too, too hard, too heavy, too whatever? It's unrealistic. It is not good for you. The same in terms of food. Is it just having protein for four weeks? If that is, that's unrealistic too, because it's not going to happen in the long term. Is it having meal replacement shakes, three by a lot of businesses, for want of a better word, are going to call them that and be nice about it. um, Use meal replacement shakes and meal replacement supplements. They are nonsense. They are absolutely nonsense. And you do not need to use them because guess what? They are unrealistic. The same applies to goals. We talked about setting the right goals earlier on. If you are starting off and you want to run a marathon in two months, that's unrealistic. Realism when it comes to resolutions is absolutely crucial. The unrealistic can seem easy. It can be can seem quick. Uh, it can seem nearly too good to be true, and you'll know yourself in the back of your mind that it's unrealistic. But Sometimes you just have to own up and realize that it actually is. So look at all the stuff around you for this year that you're trying to change. Is it realistic or unrealistic? The unrealistic stuff, steer clear, move on and walk away. That's really, really important. Tip number four, plan if you listen to our episode with Neil O'Brien uh, just before Christmas Day, we talked about planning. If you listen to our episode with Pat Dively, uh, we talked about planning. Uh, planning is a concurrent theme on the Real Health Podcast. It always is. And that's for a very good reason. It's important. It's actually really important. It's probably one of the most important tools when it comes to health that people actually don't do. Hence the reason I bring it up again and again and again. So you got to plan for health um in terms of exercise in terms of food in terms of cooking in terms of um, all of it comes back to planning for example on a Sunday I take out my diary I put together my to-do list and I plan out my week in terms of exercise in terms of food in terms of work in terms of everything uh, I map it out for that week actually map it out with five or six weeks in advance now but generally each week I'll come back to it uh, and every Sunday I map it out. And that really works for me because I know if I have a lot of travel to do, I have to stock the car with all the stuff that I need. I know that if a a really busy week, I can't get as much exercise done as I want. That's okay because I planned for that and I planned around it. And that's the easiest way just to get health into your day and into your life and to make your resolutions last because you map it out, you plan it and you assess it on a consistent weekly basis. And it's so crucial. Doing it on the hop just isn't going to work. It'll be like every other year and every other resolution that you've tried to do. It just won't work in the long term. Invest your time in planning and all of a sudden things change, things improve and things become easier because it is structured and we all love a structure. Tip number five, halfway there, don't cut out any food groups this year. Please, please, pretty please, do me a favor. If you do one thing from this list of 10, try this one just don't go on on any diet that involves eliminating a food group or um, replacing a food group with a sachet or a drink or anything actually to be honest um, because you know what life is for living uh, any of our guests that we've had on Orla Walsh uh, Eva Hearn um, any of the dietitians that we've had on they'll talk about this that life is for living It's not about excessive in one way or the other. It's for living. The 80-20 approach, which is basically being good most of the time, having the odd treat um, and enjoying it, not stressing about it. That's how life should be. And that's how health should be. Cutting out a food group for a month or for a week, unless you are told to by a doctor for a medical reason, is absolutely nonsense. And it is just not going to last Very much a trend of last year became the chicken and broccoli diet where people were having protein and and broccoli basically three to six times a day with some brown rice. Uh, Personally, no, it's just another thing that's not going to last. So your diet should be balanced. There should be carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are not the enemy. Um, There should be protein. There should be some fats in there. It should be balanced. And you should not fear having a pizza or a takeaway or whatever it may be. You should be able to enjoy it, guilt-free, so that it is a um, nice, but also just part of what you do. And that is the easiest way to lose weight in the long term and to be healthy in the long term. And guess what? It might seem super simple, but you know what? Super simple is good because super simple lasts. And that's what we want. Um, That's the key change we want to make this year. You are listening to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. And on this episode, we are covering the New Year's Resolution SOS. 10 simple ways to ensure that this year you stay on track, your goals work for you, and you get the results that you're looking for. We've covered five already setting the right goals, dumping the negative people in your life, avoiding the unrealistic, planning and not cutting out food groups. These are simple tips, but I'm around a long time. I've done a lot of sessions with people. This is the kind of stuff that works. And uh, that's why I'm trying to give it to you today. We're going to look at the next one. Love yourself. And this sounds very flary, and I'm going to scare loads of people by putting it out there. I know I am, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, okay, this is not Bill Cullen looking in the mirror and telling yourself how brilliant you are every morning and how fantastic you are and how it's all going to be fabulous. Not quite, it's not quite that. But uh, it's actually really important because if you don't look after yourself, no one else is going to do it for you. You might have a very understanding partner who might, but it's got to start with you. You have to look after yourself. And what I mean by that is knowing how to say no, knowing how to prioritize certain things, and just putting yourself first. Uh, And that's really, really, really important because that's a key thing. It's a key foundation. You are the foundation. And if you're absolutely wrecked and say yes to another night out, even though you know you don't need it, and then you get sick, never good, or you're overtired or whatever, got to put yourself first and make sure that you are as well as can be and sometimes that may require getting help in terms of for fitness people come to people like myself they come to personal trainers or for food it could be to a registered dietitian and the mental component of it people go and talk to like a, a counselor or a psychologist and thankfully that's become normalized in Ireland now which is incredible because these are key things of, of looking after yourself that are really really important and being able to talk about it is a crucial element of health um something that i think we still neglect and i don't think it's quite where it needs to be it is beginning to get better but those that kind of component of looking after yourself knowing when the right thing for you is and and, and not being afraid to say no is really important the same applies though in terms of loving not just yourself but like you know love life so build a life around you that you absolutely love uh, that could be a simple thing, like I, I, when I get home every night after a really busy day, I love our home that we've created. I love material things sometimes, like my bike. I go for a cycle, and I love my bike. Uh, you know, creating that life that you really love. I love going for hikes. I love challenges. That's part of it. That's part of health. You get, I get excited by even you know the thoughts of what challenges I have ahead for this year in terms of races and stuff like that. No, it's not all rosy. There are hard things too. But by creating that, and you're the one responsible. You're the one that creates that. We can all blame other people for lots of things, but the reality is that the book stops with you in terms of changing these things. And hopefully this year you might want to change things for the better. So create that life where you do things that you love. You work with people that you love. Uh, you can that uh, you can get excited by the thought of going into work, or the thought of going to play five a side football on a Friday night, or the thought of whatever. That's really, really important. And on that note, when it comes to your exercise or your training regime for this year, if you're getting back into the gym, same thing. I want you to love it. I want you to absolutely love it. So whatever that class is or the gym or the instructor or the training program, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's tough. But I want you to love it and be really passionate about how much you love it. And by making these swaps, the things that basically that you're passionate about, the you can hear it in my voice when I talk about it. There's an energy there because, you you know, it's these are things I really, really love to do and enjoy doing them. So therefore, I'm excited by it. So if it's something I don't enjoy, I hate it. And it really, I just can't do it. And it lasts about a week. And the same is applicable in all aspects of your life. So don't get scared away by the love yourself kind of <laughs> title at that point. But in all aspects, yourself, with your life, with your exercise, I want you to love it. And keep creating it and recreating it until you you find those things that you do indeed love. Makes sense? Not too scary, I hope. Okay, good. They'll stay with you. We're doing really well. We have four more to go. The next tip is one that most people again don't do. And it's starting slow and build it up. What I mean by that is generally when it comes to exercise and gold, it is hell for leather. People have Had a long, lazy Christmas and they're ready, raring to go. Therefore, they tear into the gym six sessions a week. uh, You know, six o'clock in the morning, uh, flat out, really hard, really tough, new stuff. And before you know it, they're either injured or wrecked, tired, or it just fizzles out. I want you to flip it. I want you to start slow and build it up. So start slow by building an exercise routine that you can do. A little bit tough, but you can do it. Build it into your life. Make sure it works for your life. Then build it up each week and make it a little bit harder. So for example, uh, with myself, all of our clients, their sessions get harder every single week. They become tougher um, as people can handle it. The first session is quite easy and it just builds up from there. And guess what? They don't get injured. They have more success. They've got better results because that's how we structure it. If you were running a marathon with me, I start slow and get faster as I go along and and finish really quickly and run past all the people who slow down for the last mile or two because they're wrecked and they started too quickly. I would tend to flip it. And start a little bit slower and finish faster, and pass all the people out who have got who have started too quickly. It's a simple switch. Start slow, build it up, and you will stay fitter for life. No question about it. Okay, final three. Tip number eight, one that I do a huge amount. Uh, I even did it on Christmas Day, and that is to cook as much as you can this year from scratch. Cooking is healthy. Cooking a pre-prepared meal from a supermarket isn't healthy. Cooking from scratch is incredibly healthy because you know what's going into it. It's very simple. They're generally full of better foods with shorter shelf lives and less uh, artificial ingredients to keep it on the shelf. And all you've done is switched from eating processed food that's pre-made to eating food that you've had to cook yourself. Simple trick is to cook, you know, loads of it. If I cook a stir fry at home, I will cook a huge Quantity of it, and I will store three or four of them in containers and put them into the freezer. And therefore, I build up a freezer full of food that I I go to when I know of nothing in the fridge. Simple, but just cook. Even if you can't cook, trust me, anybody can cook. Anyone can boil an egg. Anyone can make a stir fry. There are certain things, and if you can't cook and you want to learn this year, what I would say is don't go follow the really complicated influencers or don't buy the books with the really complicated stuff because no one can follow them, myself included or anyone. They're so difficult and they have ingredients which you can't find in your local supermarket, which just makes no sense. Find someone simple. Um, there are lots and lots and lots of them. On, obviously on Instagram, there's tons of them. In terms of cookbooks, there's loads. Um, I'm not going to brand name anybody, but there are loads out there that you can just pick up and it's really simple. And again, it's simple starting small and building up just the same as the fitness it's the same thing in terms of food but the grant i'm telling you the more you cook the healthier you're going to be that is undoubted so just cook more and just watch what it does to your skin uh to your hair to your weight to how you feel to your energy to absolutely everything just by cooking more food yourself final two you'll enjoy these two i think they're a little bit different um tip number nine for your new year's resolution sos is to is to read more what i mean by that is reading is actually incredibly powerful it's good for your brain it's good to relax the body it's good for your mind pre-sleep it's educational it can be positive it can be empowering that's what i get from it and i think reading more is really really important So for this year, why not try and read a book a month? If you can read quicker than that, fab, but let's not scare you too much. So let's go for one new book every single month and try and pick up a book that has some, you know, some really good message behind it um, and watch what it does in in terms of your motivation levels. But also you're learning about new stuff and you're not reading it on Google or online or whatever. You're actually reading it. And the process of that, putting your phone away, reading a book... Um, and actually, I'm <laughs> I, on my Sunday lists, which go up on Twitter and Instagram every Sunday. I put one up recently about uh, f- swapping a Kindle for books, actual physical, real books. And I was amazed at the amount of grief that I got uh, f- from people about suggesting that a Kindle mightn't be a good idea. And why was it such a bad idea? And why should they give it up? People are more attached <laughs> to their Kindles than they are to their phones. There's nothing like picking up a book. The physical feel of it, the touch of it, the fact that you're not reading a screen um, is just personally, in my opinion, far better for you in terms of every aspect of your health. Kindles are brilliant. They're really handy um, when you're traveling and they have loads of pros, and cons- pros to them. But personally for me, pick up a book and read it and just pick a new book up every month and watch what happens. Finally, the final tip and the best tip of absolutely all of them is... The reward component of New Year's resolutions. So most people, a lot of people set the resolutions. They might work towards them. Some people actually hit them. But then what happens? They tend to go backwards because of the fact that they haven't really, you know, started the whole process over again. If you set a target, you reward yourself when you hit it. And then you set the pro- the process in all over again by setting a new goal to work towards. Get the right goal set for the right reasons and then achieve it and then reward yourself again. It's like goal reward theory. It's absolutely crucial, really crucial, especially on the days that you don't want to do it. And that's something I use myself a huge amount. If I'm training for races or I've had a really busy day, we're just thing- heading into operation transformation filming season now. So life becomes incredibly busy on top of my normal, uh, in terms of work, in terms of our corporate work and branding work, life is mental. So I put rewards in place. One of my goals is to get through the eight weeks of Operation Transformation and train four times a week. I'm training for an ultramarathon in April, therefore I have something to work towards. I will put a little target in place each week. If I complete my four sessions each week, I will gift myself something. So a book or um, something. For example, when I got this podcast, I said, if we get through the first 20 episodes and get a second series, I will buy myself a new set of headphones as the reward. And that's what I did. The reward bit is crucial. It's fun. It's simple. It can be something tiny or something big. It doesn't really matter. The whole thing is getting into the goal and reward uh, setup and consistently doing it all the time. And breathe. We got through it. There were some scary things in there. I said, love yourself. That freaked so many people out. It always does. But we got through it and we got through it together. The key thing for today's episode is I want to just show you how to do it um this is what i do with clients on a daily basis and i wanted to bring it to my podcast audience because this is the kind of stuff that works as a podcast it's our first new year's resolutions episode in terms of uh being online at the start of of a new year and it's brilliant because it's 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 ways like this that we can give people tips and content that works it's free Anything I've given you you is pretty much free to do, with the exception of the rewards at the end. Cooking more is cheaper, by the way, by a mile. So don't give me the excuse that's really expensive to cook. It's not. It's far, far cheaper. Um, As ever, run through. You can, you know, you can rewind. You can go back. I'll give you the top ten tips just to finish it up, and then uh, I will leave you go. So here they are. One, set the right goals. Two dump the negative people in your life three avoid the unrealistic anything four plan five don't cut any food groups six love yourself and love everything that you do seven start slow and build it up eight is to cook more nine is to read and ten is to reward Folks, that is the New Year's Resolution SOS episode of the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. As ever, I really appreciate any feedback that you can give me, positive or negative. I will take it on the chin. And don't forget to rate and review next week. I'm going to tee it up because I I can. We are bringing you the Operation Transformation uh, episode of the Real Health Podcast, where I interview my fellow panellists about what's coming in this year's show, what tips they can give us for the new year, and you get to meet all of our lovely experts in a little bit more detail. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next week. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.